I think the main thing in my life is being a lover. I developed myself, my personality, my ability, my education, everything was based on that. It takes a lot of energies, a lot of thinking, chemistry, everything, investments. So if I could ever be given a degree from that, I would be an ordinary professor from it. That was also probably the first time that I felt that it's nice. I was flattered and probably like a glimpse of that's what, what it feels to love another, another guy. In secondary school, I met this girl, she was so nice. She did things which really attracted me to her and I thought maybe she's like me, but I couldn't speak out. I couldn't tell her that I feel this way. You know, it's really hard, you can't just tell someone, oh, I like girls. If you just open the mouth and say it, you just kill you, yeah. So we're just like showering. She's like, can you scrub my back? And that feeling, feel like, oh, I wish I can tell her. But I couldn't. So one time she made the first move. I was so happy. Because I, w I went to mission schools, obviously the only mention about homosexuality was it was a sin. And I think I sort of like, must have quite repressed myself, although I was, in love with a classmate since primary school days all the way to, to sixth form and I still didn't think of myself as gay. However much I tried to get rid of my feelings for, and fight my feelings for my fellow girls, it did not work, it did not work, yeah. I walk in and I said, hi, I'd like to volunteer. I don't know how long I'm going to be here, but I've got some time. So he put me to work doing some renovations on the place, working with him, and the rest, as they say, is history. We fell in love. I stayed for almost 30 years. This priest at the cathedral more or less told us that if we are serious about our relationship, we needed to commit to each other and stop fooling around. It was one of those stop fooling around, get married talks but nobody talked about marriage then. So he told us that we should commit and that he would go through the premarital counseling course with us. And he was very serious about this. So we went through the whole thing with the Catholic priest over several sessions. One of the questions that he said he was going to skip over was, do you want to have children? And how are you going to raise your children? And he just laughed it off. We looked briefly at adopting, we looked briefly at co-parenting with a lesbian couple, and in the end we decided if we want to do it, we should go for the adoption route. We were told that we would be great parents, except if we really wanted to adopt, we would have to live separately as single men. It was okay if we were gay, but we would have to be celibate single men according to the state records. That kind of defeated the purpose of being a couple. So that was the end of the adoption route. And at one point we decided that this holy union is maybe not all it's cracked up to be. It gets us nothing. And we decided to go the bold route of looking at marriage. There was supposedly no prohibition. We went to the courthouse to apply for a license and we were told, hmm, 
wait here a moment and moment turned out to be quite a long moment while the registrar went away and came back with a letter from a judge saying that uh, no this is uh, not an institution for two people of the same sex and we said well can we speak to the judge no you cannot speak to the judge long story eventually we did find legal support our personal lives were getting targeted on the national level as well as the local level it got very hot the state eventually uh, the the administration at the time and the state decided to do a um, a constitutional amendment put it to the voters should marriage be limited to one man and one woman and that passed we were of course devastated uh, we had some people have the nerve to say well you didn't take it personally did you of course we fucking took it personally. That was about us. It was about all the other gay and lesbian couples out there who wanted to marry. And it was just a nightmare at that point. We kept at it for a couple of more years with our organization. And the movement continued in America. We saw it was happening over in Europe. So we essentially eloped, but we had a very nice elopement because we had friends there in uh, Portland. The ceremony was very moving in the judge's chamber. And of course, several months later, it was nullified by the court and they wanted us to send our certificate back so they could give us a refund and we, we, we kept. So that was the end of that wedding. Got to South Africa, same-sex marriage just becomes law while we're there. And we phone up the pastor who was one of the first to be trained. For some reason, they had to have special training for same-sex weddings. We said, just come in real quick. Just do the necessary words. We've got our witnesses from the States. We're here. And so she said, okay, come in this time. Fill out the paperwork. We'll do it. And while we're in her office, she said, do you mind if we have the, um, the group from the township come in? They've never seen a same-sex wedding before. And I said, well, I guess not many people have. So we had it in the church. The church's doors must be open during the wedding. So the doors were flung open and we came down the aisle. And as we went down the aisle, the congregation started singing what I can only imagine was some sort of traditional wedding song and they must have got to the place where the bride will have many babies or something and they all started giggling, but we loved it. Yeah, I believe I'll settle with my partner, I get married. And maybe I can have, because I like children, I don't have any, but I do like children. So I'll talk to my partner if we can go and get a child together, yeah. And as gay men, I've, I've progressed from being in the closet, coming out of the closet, being afraid of being found out to be gay, to, to one who fully accepts his sexuality, and is still fighting for LGBT equality. Um, we've got all the laws, but it's still a battle of minds in a way. One day, when they accept what I am, 
my hopes are getting to get a very good lesbian lady who will love me and we get married and we stay together because I've been I've taken long being lonely ups and downs so I my goals are just them to believe me and I get settled with lady of my future lover. I was doing the Pride a few, two or three years ago in Tel Aviv and I, and I realized that the 16-year-olds that were marching were born in my first Pride Parade. And I thought it was an amazing revelation. It's like, like my niece and nephew that are eight and five, they're growing up into a reality where they're my uncles and they're together and they love each other. And they grow up into a reality that was not there when I was growing up. When I was walking down the aisle, I, I was smiling because all I can think of is was that when I was a teenager, getting married was not an option. I always knew that I wanted to be with someone for the rest of my life, but it was not an option to get married. So in that respect, my aspirations and goals will be you know, like that it, it will just grow and grow and it will continue being a non-issue.